In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Every few weeks at this time when I stand up and talk to you, I'm not really doing what you think I'm doing. My job is not to talk you into being a Christian. A few weeks ago, I had a call from an old friend who said, I've been reading all about the new atheism, and I wonder if you could give me the counter-arguments so that when I bump into somebody who's tangled up in this, I can talk them out of it and make them Christian again. I know the counter-arguments. They are second nature to me. But even I find them boring. And frankly, the world does not work that way anymore. Nobody is going to talk anybody into being a Christian. The homeless smell. The poor are angry. The sick are contagious. And folks with a different skin tone often make us uncomfortable. So how am I going to talk you into loving them? I'm not that good. But this is the good news. This is Reformation Day, a day on which we celebrate the notion that things can always get better. That is what it means to be remade, recreated, or reformed. The only question is, how? Luther was all about the words. We have books and books and books of his letters and commentaries and notes and hymns. The words poured out of that man. But Luther never let his words get separated from the incarnate word who was made flesh, Jesus Christ, born of the Virgin Mary. For all his words, Luther poured himself into living. That's why he hung up 95 theses on the church door in an attempt to recreate and reform the church. That is why he put his life on the line for holy things, holy baptism, absolution, scripture, and supper. At the end of the day, Luther wasn't trying to talk anybody into anything. And if you forced Luther to choose between talking and doing, Luther was a doer. That's pretty striking for a guy whose bread and butter was by grace through faith alone. When Jesus speaks to you this morning in the liturgy, Jesus is not trying to talk you into anything. Jesus is trying to give you something. He is trying to give you his spirit, his gift, his grace, his illumination, his energy, his encouragement, and ultimately his own life. Like Luther, Real Christians don't just talk about the gospel. Real Christians do the gospel. That is what Jesus is saying 
in the gospel appointed for this day. If you stay in my word, if you stay where I have put you, if you abide, if you work inside the word that I have brought down from heaven, then you are really disciples, then you will know the truth, and then you will be free. What does it mean to live within his word? If you know any of the big-name Bible stories, you know. When Adam and Eve lived in the Garden of Eden, they didn't just talk about it, they tended it. When the Israelites came to the Red Sea, they didn't just talk about it, they crossed it. When David met Goliath, he didn't just talk about it, he took a sling and a stone, and he put it right between the giant's eyes. Noah, Abraham, Elijah, Isaiah, the three men in the fiery furnace, the wise men, John the baptizer, and eventually the twelve disciples as they were murdered one by one, save St. John. They didn't just talk about their recreation, their reformation. They didn't just talk about transfiguration and Gethsemane and Easter morning. They didn't talk about the life of Jesus. They did it. They lived it. Because that is just what Christians do. If you have heard anything from me over the years, you have heard this that your own recreation, your own reformation, began at your baptism. You know this. You were necros. You were dead, stinky, smelly, roadkill. But the Lord came to you, and he picked you up, and he baptized you. And in that baptism, he moved you from one world to another. He moved you into the church. He moved you into Eden. And this came true for all of you. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. He is reformed. The new has come. Jesus did not talk you into anything. Jesus gave you something. His spirit, his gift, his grace, and ultimately himself. And that is the only way you can understand what Jesus says today in the gospel. If you stay in my word, if you abide in it, if you live in it, if you work in it, then you are my disciples. Then you are true. Then you are free. It is in the staying and the living and the abiding and the rejoicing that your faith is tested and shown to be real. It is in that staying, that abiding, that living, that working, that doing, that we are satisfied and we live in obedience. I can't talk you into that. Nobody is that good. But as your pastor again this morning, I can give you the gifts that Jesus wants you to have. His love, his forgiveness, and especially a fresh start. Gifts that reform you and resurrect you. But then you see, it is up to all of you. 
to stay in Christ, to prove out Christ, to be free, to be true. That is just what Christians do. You know this, I think. To be Christian means that Christ is at the center of your life and that everything else orbits around it. To be a Christian, to be a disciple, means that when God speaks, you listen. And that when God listens, you speak in prayer. It means that you come again each week to be touched by the incarnate Jesus Christ in the Holy Supper, within the liturgy. It means that God lets you keep 90% of everything that comes into your hand, but that each Sunday you bring 10% back to Him. It means that you live in mercy toward your neighbor, and it means that you give a winsome witness. Christ and Scripture, prayer and the liturgy, tithing and mercy and witness, we have talked about this over and over again, but it's always good to hear it once more on Reformation Day. This is what it means to be true, and this is what it means to be free. This is just what Christians do, not because you must, but because you may. Not because you've got to, but because you get to. You have been resurrected and you have been brought home. That's what Reformation Day means. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.